have you ever wondered why so many people that say they are Christians, kingdom people, born again people, uh, faith people, believers, how they can go ahead and disobey God, not have a fear of him? Well, I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, here to still telling it like it is. This is my last program on Kingdom First TV on this, still telling it like it is. But I had asked the, uh, I had asked the Lord, asked the Spirit of God, what should I talk about on this final program? And he says, continue on with what it is that you taught earlier today. And, you know, I wrote a book on the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And that subject is something that is just in my heart and in my life. And one of the things that he said, I'm going to share as much as I possibly can on this with you. As I was uh, teaching this morning, and I'm coming out of... Uh, uh, Proverbs 8, 13, Proverbs 1, 7, also um, Matthew, uh, let me see, okay, I'm also coming out of Matthew 10, 26 through 28, and also the book of Job, or Job, and all these others, and Here's one of the things that uh, the Lord was talking about this morning, and he's continuously talking. He says that people that hear that he sends his prophets, his apostles, his prophet, prophets, and, and, and whatever, to give words, to let you know things, to reveal truth to you. And then what happens is people take it and they say, okay, I'm going to run with this, but they never do anything. Why is that? It's because they don't know him. They don't have a relationship with him. In order to have a true relationship with God, in order to really uh, uh, understand how it is the workings of God is working in your life and how it is that he does things, then you have to have a fear of him. And the fear of God is something that we don't like to talk about. We like to talk about how sweet God is. We like to talk about God is love. But the fear of God is realizing that God is love. Let me read you something that it says. Um, it's he, um, Old Testament. It's it's uh, uh, Strong's thirty three seventy four and eighty four nineteen and also uh, fifty four. Oh, no, uh, the Greek uh, fifty four zero one and fifty three ninety nine. All right. It says this. That to fear God is also used as, and looking at it is, it's moral re uh, reverence. It's dreadful. It's exceedingly fearful. Most people don't fear God because they don't think God will, uh, they, 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 they think that God just lets everything slide because he does not do anything or they don't see his doing anything and they, they they don't understand how to walk in that fear see fear of the lord is really obedience um it says the fear of the lord is the terror the awe the obedience the morality the moral duty it is a moral duty for me as a citizen of the kingdom of god as a son of God, a daughter of God, as a son in heaven and a daughter in the earth of God, to obey him, to obey him. Why would I expect, why would I expect him to manifest himself in and through me if I don't honor him enough to obey him? And that's obeying him in my thoughts. That's obeying him 
in my actions. That's obeying him in my doing. That's obeying him in my being, my being before my doing. And he's, uh, it's, the, it's a level of awesomeness. And he's the only one that I refer to as awesome. Yeah, that is to be in such a place in awe that we, uh, what he says and does, what he says and does has the has the only uh, uh, presence of obedience. You know, it is so so interesting. I am more afraid of disobeying God. I am more afraid of not being in His presence of having that intimacy than I am anything in the world. Here it is. We judge God. God does this. God does this. God needs to do this for me. And God, why didn't you do this? And why didn't you act the way I wanted you to act? And all of these different things. And we act just like, stu just like stupid. We get stuck on stupid thinking that God is uh, uh, even even little quotes. Oh, God just winks at this. God is winking at this. God is not doing that. You are crazy. You are out of your ever loving mind. God ain't winking at nothing. He has never winked at sin. Never. You just didn't get the repercussions of it at the time that it happened. But I guarantee you that when you walk out of that the Bible says this, that the earth is the Lord's and everything and everybody in it belongs to him. Do you realize I don't own me? And because I don't own me, because I don't own me, I am blessed. And what does that mean? What does that mean? That means I am empowered by him to manifest his goodness in the earth so that others can eat of it. It's not about me. It is not about what God does for me. It is not about how much I can get for God from God. It is not about my bills being paid. It is not about my houses being uh, paid for. It is not about my cars. It's not about those things. It's the presence of God. He said this, he didn't even redeem us with gold and silver, but he redeemed us with a, with a flesh body, a flesh body and blood that came from heaven, pure blood from heaven. That's how he redeemed us. And he bought us back. He bought us with that. Well, if he bought us with that, don't you think that your body don't you think that your mind, don't you think that your actions, don't you think that your work, don't you think that because that's how he redeemed us, that he has ownership of that? And when he has ownership of that, he expects it to move in the power and in the authority of him. But what happens is this. We so-called Christians, we so-called believers, we so-called kingdom citizens, and all of this, what is it? Well, God didn't do this for me. How arrogantly stupid can we be? Because we have a, 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 a hiccup in the road, because things go wrong in our lives, we get upset with God. And we don't realize, because it be, why is that? Because we don't know him. 
You don't know him when you get upset because God has not moved in my time. I thought, here it is. He's supposed to do this and he's supposed to do this. How arrogant can we be? It's because we don't know him. We don't fear him. I tremble. And this morning, it was really something Apostle Calvin was talking about how God proved to him that, that he was that. He was talking about he was pinned to the floor, that God knocked him to the floor and he was pinned to the floor until God got ready for him to get up. Uh, uh, Pastor Mark was talking about this morning until he had a presence with God. He was dumbfounded for four days in the the fear and in the awe of God. He owes me nothing. I owe him everything. The breath that's in my body, the breath that's in your body is the breath for you to be able to do what it is that he says, be fruitful, occupy, uh, uh, dominate, the, dominate your territory, dominate the areas that I have given you. And, 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 and here it is, we walk around acting, it's because, and it's not just Western society, it's Eastern society, it's all over. God did not move, God did not act, God let me go through this, God did this, God didn't do this, God why did you do this, God why did you do this, and we judge him. And he says, let no corrupt communication come out of our mouths, we corruptly co uh, communicate on a constant basis, and it's not cussing. It is cussing, but it's not cussing the way those words that we think are cussing words. What it is, is that we talk bad about God. I thought God was supposed to give me my house. I thought God was supposed to give me this. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and this didn't happen. Why am I going through all of this? Why is this? Why is this? And he says, how arrogant can you be? And then you say, God, you're sovereign. Now listen to what it is that people say. God, you're sovereign. Why are you letting this happen to me? You don't even believe in God's sovereignty. If we realize that God is sovereign, if you really believe that God is sovereign, then you already know that I yield to the sovereignty of God. This is what seek first the kingdom is. I yield to the sovereignty of God. And I know that if God has assigned or if God has allowed me to go through what it is that I'm going through, that, that there is something in it that he will get glory, that he will get the glory, that there will be victory. It's already victory. I just haven't gotten to that, that place where I see it victory. In, in the book of Genesis, they messed up. How did they mess up? Because they chose to judge. They chose to live the way that they wanted to live. They chose to deal with their flesh. They chose to desire something more than they desired God. And I submit to you that this is what the so-called body of Christ has done. Rather than realizing, rather than us yielding to the, to the truth of what it is that here he is, he's on the inside of me. Is he on the inside of me just for me to shanda la bahanda la bahanda la bahanda and find out how many scriptures I can learn? No. He's action. He's working. What was the first thing that we heard Jesus say? Very first thing, when he was 12 years old, when he was in the synagogue, 
and his mother and his father came to him and they said, we were worried about you. This is what Miriam said. We were worried about you. Your father and I were worried about you. He said, what? Didn't you not know that I must be doing the business? Not, not, not the job, not the job, but the business of my father who sent me? Didn't you know I had to be about this? But how much business are we willing to do? We're only willing to do it. There are people in, in, in that say that they serve God, but the only time they're willing to do it is when it's easy for them, when it doesn't cost them anything. And even in the Old Testament, David says, I am not going to sacrifice anything that did not cost me. It costs to fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning. It's the beginning of wisdom. If I cannot awe God, I will never be skillful in what it is that he has called me to do. He has called me to be. I in order to understand the word of God, in order to understand the spirit of God, in order to live in any of it, I must become that sacrificial thing. I must not want to lead my own life. I must be willing to obey. That's the beginning of the fear of the Lord. He says nothing... <clears throat> Uh, when, 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 when God's direction comes to me, when it comes to me, whether it's through a prophet or whether it's through a, 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 another apostle or whatever it is, the only thing, and I know it's his word. It's just like, this is one of the reasons that this is my last program, uh, my last still telling it like it is and really telling it like it is programs, because there's an area that he wants me to dominate. And it's an area in finances. And so right now I'm in the midst of building a team, but the team has to be people that are obedient. I don't want to deal with people that are not. I don't want to deal with local people. I don't want to deal with lazy people. I don't want to deal with people that do things in their own way. No, I want to deal. I want to do business with governmental people. That's who my, that's who my team is. Governmental agents. What does that mean, Apostle Baker? What that means is this. That means that they are people that understand rules, regulations, policies. They understand the word of God. You see, the reason that people don't live this is that they have read this book and they have read it to be a religious book. They can quote it. They can make all of these, these comments. They can make all of these accolades. They can do all of these different things. But what they don't do they don't obey the, the Bible, the book, the set apart governmental rules, regulations, policies, perceptions, and, 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 and orders. He came to bring a government. It's the government of the kingdom of God. He governs it. And without his government, well, the Holy Spirit told me this and the Holy Spirit, you, many of these people don't, you don't bit more. I know that there's people in my ministry that don't bit more know who the Holy Spirit is than they know who are uh, the names of every tree or every dog. 
They don't know him. Why is that? Because you can tell the way their lives look. Knowing him is obeying him. Knowing him is realizing that there is only one word that is important. And that one word is the word of yes, sir. Yes, Lord. And then doing it. Faith. Oh, I got all this faith, but there's no action. He says this, and I talked this this morning, um, much of this this morning. <laughs> he says that, uh, that the only answer that should be is yes. And then do it to realize that the self-existing one, the eternal, forceful, uh, passionate one, the owner and possessor of everything and everyone is who I, uh, is who I am here to enjoy obeying, which means I have the privilege to carry out his desires on his planet, not my desires. If my desires are not his desires and his desires are not my desires, then my desires, whatever it is, they have to go to the ground. And what has happened is this, is that we, the so-called body of Christ, have taken it and made it a religious thing. We have made it a, a ritualistic. This is what I do every morning. I get up every morning and I do this and I do this and I do this and I go and pray for four, five, six, seven, eight hours and I do this and I'm, I, I do nothing else. And he says, uh, faith without corresponding action is, is no faith. All it is is religion. Your religion has no power. Please get this, people of God. Please get this. Because if you don't, then what's going to happen is that there will be a day when we end this earth or when you end this earth, when your time is up, and then he'll ask you, what did you do with what I gave you? The fear of the Lord is the as the opera as in operation is being one that obeys to the point that when uh, Jesus, uh, just like when Jesus cleansed the leper and told him not to tell anyone, but to go to the priest and show them the results of what it was that he did. And then what did the man do? He left and he went and told people. There was no fear of God in that. There was no obedience. Well, he was excited. <laughs> do you think excitement overrides obedience? Think about that. We gloss over that kind of a thing, but he told him, don't tell anybody this. And he meant that. But he went ahead and did it anyway. And that's what it is that we do. God says, do it this way. And we do it another way. And he says, that's not obedience. There's no fear of God in the earth. We have come to a place and Western and Eastern and Northern and Southern uh, 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 corners of the world. And what have we done? We have made a religion out of, uh, out of the Bible. We have made a religion something that it is that we follow. I'm telling you, if you never hear my voice again on any of these programs, uh, uh, I'm going to be doing the, the, uh, uh, the program on Mondays with um, uh, Apostle uh, Marshall. Uh, they tell it like it is the kingdom of God's way. But here it is, is one of these things. This is talking about the kingdom of God's way. The kingdom of God's way is the fear of the Lord. See, 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You can't seek the kingdom if you don't fear the Lord. If you don't realize that this, I mean, you know, we are so common with God. And what happened when people, what, what did he say? In fact, one of the, the, the things that were said earlier today was, you know, he told Moses, he says, you can't see me and live. He says, being in my presence, and God had Moses up, up on the mountain with him. But he says, you can't see my face and live because it would frighten you. The holiness of God, it would frighten us. Our eyes, these eyes, these natural eyes can't take it. I have been in the presence of God at times and have just shook and just wept and just wept and was afraid to open my eyes. His presence, the fear, the fear, the terror of, 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 of moving in a way that, 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 that would, that I, I don't, you, I didn't even realize, don't even know, can't put words to it. All I know, it was his presence. His presence was so, was so powerful. And, 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 and it wasn't like an open vision. It wasn't like any of that, just his coming into my room. I have had situations where he just came in there and just his presence was such an awe. It's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then he says, you want to feel my heart? And here it is. I mean, it was an awe. It's, it's just that kind of a thing. And I'm saying, oh God, I don't know if I can take anymore. And then, and then we walk around so casual. It's because you've never had an appointment with almighty God. We got we to gotta realize something that where we are in spiritual time, that if we don't learn to fear the Lord, see the world can talk about God the way that they talk about him. Why is that? Because they don't know him. And the, and, and the people so-called in the church can talk about God the way that they talk about him because they don't know him. They don't know him. And his love is so piercing and his love allow his love is so different from our love. We judge, well, this is, if this is love, if th this is not love, this is not love. How do you know? And he says he is love. Here it is. We, we that only have a few years on this earth. Whether it's 100 or 120, it's still, it's still only a moment, a second in time. But here's the eternal God we're talking about. The eternal Father, the eternal King, the source of everything. Creator made you in his image and after his likeness so that as we are in him, in him, and we're talking about we're coming, praying from the seated place. If we're praying from the seated place, why is not our earthly place acting like uh, uh, releasing the things that is from this seated place into these natural bodies so that these natural bodies uh, go ahead and, 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 and obey like uh, uh, we are in that place. We're in this world, but not of it. This is what the word of God means. This is what, this is our perception. He says, I'm going to move you from perception to perception. I'm going to change your perception. How is the perception changed? The perception is changed by our position. 
Your perception will never be changed until your position is changed. And when your position is changed, then your perception can be changed. Are you, are you hearing me? Welcome, Betty Jo and Andrea. I'm so glad to have both of you guys on today on my last program here. See, until, our, until we realize where we really are and the purpose of our being in this earth, do you realize that God has a purpose in you, Betty Jo, that God has a purpose in you, Andrea, that there is a purpose written on the inside of you that's part of Jesus, that's his part, that's him, in you that he wants to manifest in and through you so that you can be when you are being who it is that he has for you to be then the doing whatever it is that that part of him has to do in the earth or desires to do in the earth you are qualified and equipped in order to do it that's the powerful that's one of the powerful things but if you don't live in the fear of the lord what it is is this you will constantly be trying to do before you before you be who and what it is that he has you to be to do here it is i know who i be and 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 as i be out of my being out of my center of my being the water the word the the the, the manifestations of the words will flow out of me so that therefore those that drink of that water those that drink of that it's not just talking about praying in tongues and here it is or we think that that's all it is it's not it's this part of me <clears throat> pardon me, <clears throat> that is meant to feed spiritually, emotionally, uh, uh, physically, financially, all kinds of different ways, a group of people or a land could be a group of people and a land. But there's something that there's things that you have been assigned to. And that assignment is written on the inside of you. And when you become that assignment, then the doing, the outpouring of that will be so much easier. I kid you not. When I started to realize that I didn't have to look for my purpose, that I didn't have to look for what it is that I had to do in the earth, everything else became so much better. I don't know about easy but I do it with ease. Why is that? Because everything that I go through, I already know I yield to the sovereignty of God. And I know that he knew that I would get to this place and he has equipped me from the inside to be able to take it and, 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 and look at it a different way that it didn't happen to me. It happened for me, for me to be able to conquer. And uh, I'm out of time. And I, this is, as I said, this is the last program, but remember to catch us on Monday when Apostle um, Marshall McGee and I will be uh, telling it like it is the kingdom of God way. Again, thank you for the faithfulness of the people that have joined this program over the past year. I love you. I thank Apostle Eddie and, and Kingdom First TV. And um, uh, God bless you. God bless you. Goodbye. Thank you for watching Kingdom First TV, your station for kingdom inspiration.